For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, players? This is the talk of champions, franchise player. Always. Boss player. Forever. Welcome into Franchise Player, a site crossover podcast of the Ole Miss Spirit on 3 and inside the Rebels 247 Sports. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's David Johnson at Rebels 247. Happy Friday, May 26th, 2023. Ole Miss football staying hot in the transfer portal. Much more to come in recruiting as well this weekend. David, what's up, man? How are you, Ben? Uh, it's a uh, It's been a uh, kind of busy week, especially on Thursday. You get... Uh, you know, two cornerbacks where Ole Miss desperately needs help in the secondary. I don't think anybody can argue against that, considering the offseason portal losses. And you got Jaden Kennedy from Tulane and Justin Hodges from UCF, both coming in here. And, uh, you know, Hodges, I think, is, is, is a huge get. Kennedy could potentially be a huge get, but you know, we all know he injured his knee back in October, required surgery. So, uh, you know, we got to see how fast Jaden Kennedy gets on his horse. But, you know, the word you hear, and I know you're hearing this too, is that Kennedy's just too good to pass on. I mean, so it may take him a little while longer to get physically able to perform up to his abilities. But in the end, the Ole Miss coaches think he's going to be worth it. Justin Hodges, he's out of the package ready, experienced, and uh, both should be welcomed additions. Yeah. Now, both come with risk. You already detailed the injury history with Kennedy. And then Hodges, now the charges were dismissed, but still he was dismissed from UCF because of an armed robbery charge. So both of these guys are in the portal this late to accomplish players that can help your team next year as far as winning. They're in the portal this right now this late for a reason. Um, but Ole Miss is getting two players that could really help them potentially. And if you get Kennedy back on the early end of the recovery timetable, which from ACL surgery I'm assuming is like eight months, that would mean August he's probably playing free safety because – um, you know, all kids are different as far as the recovery time, but it seems pretty fast to try to get back from that kind of injury and to move on like you would at cornerback so quickly. But he mentioned how he wants to play both positions or Ole Miss recruited him to potentially play both positions. And now Ole Miss has added 13 defensive players since the end of the 2022 season when Ole Miss was eight and five, got embarrassed in the Texas Bowl, just not a good win. I mean, not a good close seven and one. And then we all know how it turned out. Have the Rebels done enough defensively, including bringing in Pete Golding, who's been absolutely on fire on the recruiting trail? Have they done enough, David? Yeah, we won't know. We won't know until uh, probably week two at Tulane if they've done enough. They're facing a preseason All-American at quarterback that week in Pratt with Tulane. Um, But um, 
it, it, and it, and it gets tougher beyond Tulane. Don't think it doesn't. Uh, but um, we just don't know. Couple of points here. You know, number one um, is that it speaks to the desperation. You mentioned there's a reason these guys are in the portal this late. It kind of speaks to the desperation Ole Miss has on the defensive side of the football, especially in the secondary. Um, that, um, you know, they, they roll the dice and take Hodges and Kennedy. And, and, and it may not be fair to Justin Hodges to say they're rolling the dice because the charges were dismissed. Uh, but he was uh, excommunicated from the UCF football program. So, uh, you know, there is there is that to consider, certainly. But Ole Miss needs some help, in, in, in particularly on the back end of their defense. And we all knew it. I mean, you can't lose Zig McNosen and, you know, Tajim Johnson and Miles Battle even and, you know, a promising true freshman and Braxton Myers without having to turn to the portal, you know, to fill the coffers. But, you know, do we know if it's enough right now? We don't. I think their defensive line is going to be fine. I do. Linebackers, I'm a little iffy on. Secondary, I, I just don't know, Ben. We're, we're going to have to see. Are they a more talented and deep defense today than they were when they finished 8-5 and five in 2022? Considering everything, who they brought in and who they've lost. Yeah, considering everything, I, I think they, they, they are. Um, you know, Cedric Johnson certainly has the potential to be an impact player, as does Jared Ivey. Uh, J.J. Pegues and Josh Harris in, in the middle of that defensive line, uh, man, it gives you a lot of, lot of options. And, and now you've brought in Ukwu and Stefan Wynn, and you've got quality rotational depth. And honestly, you know, Ukwu could be a, could be a star. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like that. Jean Baptiste and, and Monty Montgomery both were, you know, kind of um, – you know, they're, 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 I don't want to, uh, they're pedestrian as far as linebackers in the SEC goes. Uh, Run of the mill SEC linebackers. Um, you know, I, you don't have a, a P. Willie back there. That's for Basically, sure. Basically, you lost Austin Keys and got two more. Yeah, you, you did. You did. That That's a good way of putting it. I do think that uh, both of them have more upside than Austin Keys. And I do think that. Jeremiah Jean Baptiste in particular as a pass rusher could bring a lot more than he did. But as far as just competency and consistency of play, that's the kind of player we're talking about here, which is good, good enough, but it's not what what you're speaking of as far as star quality. Yeah. And you would think both of them are close enough to the NFL that they all play with their hair on fire. Right. And, um, you know, the secondary, you know, we, we've got Deontre Prince coming back and we know what he brings. Um, you know, you got Zamari Walton that transferred in from Georgia Tech that looks great. I think you he's know, their best next level prospect right now. Yeah, he, he's really he really looks good. Um, and, and then you're going to throw these new guys in there and see who gets to play, who can who can make it into that rotation. And um, you know, but just keep in the back of your mind, you know, Miles Battle went to Utah, Tyshim Johnson went to Oregon. Davidson Igbignosen went to Ohio State. 
I mean, as did Taiwan Malone. Yeah. I mean, you lost some promising guys. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, they're, they're all at big time programs, not to say Ole Miss is not at a big time program, but you could argue Utah, Oregon, Ohio state, they've had bigger success than the rebels. It's not homerish to say that Ole Miss is probably on its hottest recruiting streak since Pete Golding got here, right? I mean, well, there's like- no doubt about it. Pete Golding has made a tremendous difference in Ole Miss recruiting, as has Randall Joyner. And look, you got to take your hat off to Kenodo Hudson. I mean, he's he's getting guys as well. But that first year cornerbacks coach from Western Kentucky, for those who might not know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, those guys. They're hot. I mean, I just crystal balled another guy to Ole Miss, Maurice Davis, three-star edge from Albany, Georgia. Um, He's got three officials coming up. It's going to be Louisville, Ole Miss, and South Florida. I mean, where do you think a kid from Georgia is going to go? I think it's Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. What went into your crystal ball for Braylon Burnside to Ole Miss? Good question. Yeah, because that generated some some reaction. You knew it would. Yeah, big time. Uh, you know what? In all honesty, it's the feedback I'm getting that um, Mississippi State simply is not putting their NIL money into high school prospects as much as Ole Miss is in, in this particular cycle. And for whatever reason that is, I, I don't know why, but, um, you know, they're, they're kind of missing the mark, uh, in, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, the word I've gotten back is um, Ole Miss is not missing the mark. So that's what went into it. The better question would be to ask uh, someone from the state site why after I crystal balled into Ole Miss, they crystal balled him to Mississippi State. Very coincidental timing, I, I would say. It's crazy yeah, how that say, works. I don't know, but but one of us is going to have to eat uh, goat, and right now I think it's going to be uh, not me. Well, what I'm saying is, is that that crystal ball from them is purely reactionary. You actually have, and that's why I asked that you have something backing up. Why you feel this kind of uh, Derek, confidence? Derek Nix was at his spring game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Mississippi State was or not. Uh, he's got a great relationship with Derek Nix, and if you know Derek Nix personally, that's easy to have. Okay. Um, Just a genuinely good guy. Yeah. He's an absolutely incredible guy, but um, you know, and and I think there's a little bit of Braylon Burnside keeping one eye on the success that AJ Brown had here at Ole Miss Mm. and asking himself, could I have that success at Mississippi state? He's got a defensive guy, Zach Arnett as a head coach down. Um, and, and, and very much unproven, especially uh, when compared to Lane Kiffin right now. Yeah, without a doubt. And and look, Lane's got a six-year deal here, folks. He ain't going anywhere. By law, he, he only has four, but yes, it's six. Yeah, yeah, it's six years. I mean, the the Mississippi law only allows four, but it's six. Correct. Worth fifty-four million <laughs> and some change. He's not going anywhere. I mean, he's here. So you know who you're going to be playing for. You know the type offense you're going to fit in. 
you really like the wide receivers coach. And um, and Lane is always is always going to have Ole Miss nationally relevant, whether good or bad or indifferent. He's always going to yeah. be in, in the in the college football national conversation in some way. Correct. You could ask anybody in California who the head coach of the Ole Miss Rebels are, and they probably know. Ask them who the head coach of the Mississippi State Bulldogs are is, and um, you know, I doubt if they know. So. You know, that's um, if I that, asked you know, if I polled, I don't know, the entire state of California and asked for the head coach of Mississippi State football. And I said, you have two choices, Jed Bartlett, the uh, fictional president on the West Wing or Zach Arnett. It would probably be an even split 50 50. Jed sounds um, more like a football coach, right? Yeah. Uh, so fictional you know, president on the West Wing, on the West Wing. Excuse me. Yeah. And I'm not trying to bash Mississippi State, but. I mean, you know, from what I'm hearing, you know, Mississippi State is coming up well short on the NL, NIL side of things. Um, and, um, you know, they're, they're either going to change that or they, and they can, or, or they're not, and they're not going to get Braylon Burnside. That's, uh, that goes into my crystal ball. That and the fact of, again, I'll call it the A.J. Brown factor. He's seen a kid from his high school come to Ole Miss, become the richest receiver in the NFL, and um, why can't he do it? Well, let me ask you this. If you took the rivalry stuff out of it, and you can't, but if you did just for the sake of this exercise, and you look at recent precedent, name the three biggest recruits to come out of Startville in recent history, Big fo biggest football recruits. Four-star A.J. Brown, four-star Luke Altmyer, and four-star Braylon Burnside, right? Yeah. Two of the three have, have already picked Ole Miss, and Luke, Luke has transferred to Illinois. I brought that up in, in, the, in the story I wrote on my prediction that, uh, you know, it, it, it's not unthinkable that Starkville's best athlete would pick Ole Miss. Yeah, it's not at all. I mean – Quite frankly, through the neutral observe, you just showed them what recent history has been Ole Miss getting these players out of Starville, and they didn't know anything about the, the rivalry. They would just say, oh, that makes sense. But because the rivalry is involved and you put in a crystal ball for a Starkville kid, of course it's followed up with a crystal ball from Mississippi State. The perceived rivalry between the media beat people too. Like, I don't wake up thinking about these guys, but they'd certainly wake up thinking about Ole Miss. <laughs> no, I, I never look at it and uh... – I, I just don't pay attention to it. And, uh, you know, I, I knew when I, when I crystal balled Burnside to Ole Miss. You knew what was coming. <laughs> I knew what was coming, but, you know, I felt it. And, 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 and I should not weigh how Mississippi State fans are going to feel about anything I say or predict uh, in, in, in my predictions. I, and I just don't do that. And uh, but but I knew there would be a reactionary response, and there was. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app from setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card. You can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Are you ready for the Grove? Because I know I am. 
So join Lane Kiffin and your Ole Miss football rebels at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium this fall for the 2023 season. Order tickets now to participate in the seat selection process and to explore seating options. Visit OleMissTix.com, OleMissTix.com, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation today, 662-915-7159. For Ole Miss football season tickets, it's time again to help lock the vault. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And of course, this happens, this crystal ball of David's for Braylon Burnside to potentially end up at Ole Miss. This happens in the same week that it is again announced that Ole Miss and Mississippi State will again play the friggin' Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving night. What is Thanksgiving, man? I, I you know, I really, you know, when, when, when Eli was on the Ole Miss team, we, we just quit celebrating it because every other year <clears throat> we were driving to Starkville and then when it was here at Ole Miss, we had a ball game to go watch and see. And, and when I still have a ball game to go watch and see, but you know, I I I know ESPN has to have programming. And, and honestly, the Egg Bowl is probably the best holiday night programming they can get. Oh, for sure. Uh, I get but, the I get the reason why it keeps happening. Yeah, but it is a pain in the ass for almost all Ole Miss and Mississippi State fans. 
Nobody wants it on Thanksgiving, hardly. We'd rather play it on a Saturday. Yeah. And, um, even you know, even Black Friday, I'd be fine. I guess yeah, that's LSU Arkansas time, but whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. We're, we look the, the game. The game's going to stay on Thanksgiving. Well, here, here's mean, my compromise. I wish there was compromise in 2023. There's not, but here's my compromise. Not every Thanksgiving. Why can't the Iron Bowl and the Egg Bowl just kind of alternate Thanksgivings? Oh man, there's too much clout in the state of Alabama. But if all things were equal, that would make too much sense. Yeah, and and while everybody is uh, complaining about playing on Thanksgiving night, remember that in a couple of years when ESPN goes with Texas, Texas A&M on Thanksgiving night and kicks us to the side of the curve. You know what? You convinced me. I'm not going to complain anymore. You're right. All right, so before we get out of here, how would you grade Ole Miss so far with the transfer portal additions, and how many more do you think they're going to add before fall camp in August? Yeah, well, there there should be six spots left if I'm calculating right. Um, and, and I could be off a spot or two either way, but I think there's six. So, uh, you know, I think um, I think obviously you'd, you'd go get a wide receiver, but who? Um, you know, Zachary Franklin is still out there, but um, – you know, there, 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 there's been some concern about him maybe academically as to whether or not he's got to get more work. I mean, come on, let's let's be honest. A player the caliber of Zachary Franklin is still in the portal. Why? And, 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 and the reason I ask that is you brought it up, Hodges and Kennedy, they have a why to both of them. Does Zachary Franklin have a why? Probably. Or somebody would have gobbled him up by now. Because Ole Miss is not the only team in the country in need of a wide receiver. And, you know, he's still floundering out there. I'm thinking B plus, A minus, you know. And, uh, and, you know, while we're talking about the portal, we we might as well talk about Caleb Johnson, the quarterback from Louisville. Um, He can't commit to Ole Miss right now. He would love to. He's willing to wait on the Rebels to see what – plays out with their quarterback situation. And if it plays out the way we all have a hunch, it may play out. um, Caleb will be joining the Ole Miss Rebels, but you know, that being, and not to speak in code here, this, you know, is Spencer Sanders going to stick around. And the expectation is Spencer Jackson and Walker all going to show up next Tuesday when players report and go through summer and then compete in August camp. So we'll see. When's your camp? Hey, our camp is uh, June 7th, the Mississippi Valley State Mega Camp, in which Ole Miss uh, plans to send a couple of coaches to. They'll be there. Um, you know, it's it's blowing up. It's going through the roof. It's amazing. And uh, 247 Sports on three, Prep Red Zone, all going to be there to cover it. Uh, registration is unbelievably going through the roof. Uh, we're expecting between – you know, and the thing about camps you have to realize is a lot of kids don't sign up until the very end, right? Like three days before. So right now I can confidently say we're expecting 400, but we could potentially have five, have 500 prospects. I think from 12 different States right now, they're coming from West Virginia. Uh, they're coming from New Jersey. 
um, we're, we're excited. I mean, it, it should be a blast. And uh, I, I appreciate uh, you and on three, uh, you know, being a part of it. How does it work as far as you get transfer guys, you get high school kids? How do you put them through drills for the coaches and stuff? What's the process of that? I'm yeah, just curious yeah. from a purely like functional standpoint. Yeah, yeah. It's all divided by position. Now, when the kids check in, they will uh, have a wristband put on them uh, designating their graduation year. And, uh, you know, we're going 24, 25, 26, and 27s at this camp. Plus junior college players and portal players. So it's color-coded as to what you are. I've got to order those this morning, actually. And, um, you know, so so that's how... You're welcome for the reminder. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, That's how you tell when they're on the field. A coach can go, uh, that's a purple guy. He's a 2025. That's a red guy. He's a 24. You know, that's a gold guy. He's in the portal. Um, you know, things like that. So, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're excited. It's, it's, it's an all position count. We'll do quarterbacks, wide receivers, and DBs at 10 o'clock in the morning, O-line, D-line at noon. We'll, we're going to do running backs, linebackers, tight ends at two o'clock, and we'll do kickers, punters, long snappers at four o'clock. So, uh, yeah, I even had a, a walk-on kicker that was on the Alabama roster last year uh, sign up. So, you know, we, we've got DBs coming from Louisiana Monroe, a cornerback coming from West Virginia Tech. Uh, it, it's just uh, – it, it's going to be a little bit of everything. And, you know, our big draws are – we've got Ole Miss there. We've got uh, TCU there. We've got Louisville there. Uh, Texas State is there. Uh, Eastern Michigan out of the Mac will be there. Uh, but, you know, there's levels for every kid. I mean, we, we've got D3s. Uh, Delta State will be there as a Division II school. Uh, several of the Mississippi JUCOs will be there. Uh, Navarro Community College out of Texas, uh, big famous JUCO. I think that's where Marshall Henderson played. They're, they're going to be there. So uh, Murray State, uh, Northwestern Louisiana State, it's going to be, a, and all three Mississippi SWAC schools, Valley, of course, is hosting it. Jackson State will be there. Alcorn State will be there. Uh, around 30 colleges. So it uh, should be a grand day. We're, we're excited. But do you feel better today about how Ole Miss will go about facing this schedule with the current roster and what they've added than you did going into the offseason? Because there's been a lot of consternation about the losses or what they maybe need or maybe don't need. And we're kind of getting to the end of this. They're still got some months to go. I feel much better about them with this roster attacking that behemoth of a schedule than I did uh, even a couple months ago. I, I don't know if I feel any better about it just because everybody feels like they've made roster improvements and that's Alabama, that's Georgia, Mississippi state, Auburn, LSU, Texas A&M, Arkansas, everybody. Um, No, the schedule is tough. Now, I've always felt like Ole Miss will be competitive against this schedule. Um, There aren't many teams, if any, that can just go out there and look over Ole Miss and and still beat them. Um, But, you know, it's going to be tough. 
it's going to be tough. I mean, you know, you 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 got to hope you win all four of your non-conference games, right? Um, and the two-lane game sticks out like a sore thumb, but I think Ole Miss will be able to go in there, have enough firepower, understand their basically their season's on the line against Tulane in week two, and come out with a victory. I, I think they'll do that. Um, it'll be close, but I think they win that game. So that's, that's four wins right there. And, you know, Georgia Tech, first-year coach, they're going to be better than they were last year, but not good enough. Um, and then Mercer and I think Louisiana Monroe at some point late in the season. So four wins right there. Vanderbilt, they're, they're getting better under Clark Lee. There's no doubt about it. But you got to count that as win number five. Um, Mississippi State, anything can happen. You could win it. You could lose it. We've seen it happen before. We've seen better teams lose and worse teams wins. win. So, you know, that one's, that one's kind of in the air. Um, and then you get to the rest of the schedule. Are you going to beat Alabama? What would Vegas say? No. Are you going to beat Georgia? Vegas is going to say no. So that's two losses. Um, you know, LSU, it's going to be tough, okay? They're, they're a really good football team. Um, and then um, Texas A&M, Arkansas, and Auburn. I, I mean, Arkansas has got K.J. Jefferson back, okay? Um, Auburn, it's Hugh Freeze. And A&M, this is the, uh, you know, the, the, the first offense under, what's his name? Gosh, dog, it escapes me. Bobby Former, Petrino? Yeah, I was thinking motorcycles, but oh. okay. So Bobby Petrino. And, and, you know, Jimbo has got to tie one hand around his back and not mess with Petrino's offense. Whatever it is Petrino wants to call, you know, because that's what we heard when A&M hired him was that, uh, you know, Bobby is going to call the offense. So Jimbo's got to quit meddling in that because Jimbo's offense does not work well. So, you know, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, I mean, it's going to be tough. It, it's not any easier. I mean, I mean, name me one portal guy that we've recently acquired that makes the schedule easier. I, I just don't see it. It may make you more competitive, but it doesn't make the schedule any easier. And, and JJ Pegues, if you're listening to this, this is it, buddy. This is your year to shine. You're the hometown kid that came home. Welcome back. You've got all the physical ability in the world. Now you've got a big giant mountain next to you in Josh Harris to take off some of the double teams and stuff. I expect J.J. Pegues to explode and have a very dominant year this year. I really do. And it needs to happen. Um, you know, same thing for Cedric Johnson. Banged up last year. Uh, you know, said they took you to SEC media days because, you know, you, you had the potential to be the guy. Last year didn't work out that way. This year must work out that way. And, and either Jeremiah Jean Batiste or Monty Montgomery, if you're listening, one of you guys has to set your hair on fire and light up the SEC. And if those things happen, 
Ole Miss could win nine games. If, if those things don't happen, Ole Miss could have to beat Mississippi State to get into the Liberty Bowl. He's David Johnson. This has been another edition of Franchise Player, site crossover podcast of the Ole Miss Spirit on three. And inside the Rebels 247, I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben. David's on Twitter at Rebels 247. We'll be back with another one next week. Thank you, my friend. I enjoyed it. Howdy toddy, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.